Okay, so we're going to start our uh, review of yesterday's daf, starting at the Gemara on the top of the page. We talked about uh, uh, trapping, uh, trapping the animals, and we saw the opinion of uh, Rav Abba in the name of Rav Chia Bar Ash in the name of Rav that if a bird flies inside of you your cloak and gets stuck there, so you're not obligated to free it so that it doesn't stay trapped, because basically you could just sit there and relax and let it stay there for Shabbos, and you got yourself a bird. Um, if you wait till after Shabbos, then the reason, so Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, but how does that fit with our Mishnah? Doesn't the Mishnah say, our Mishnah says that the person is, uh, who sat down after, the first person who sat down, um, blocking the way, um, and he stayed there after the first guy got up. He said that uh, he'd, he'd, the first guy is Chayev, the second guy is Potter. Doesn't Potter mean Potter Aval Asr? So the Gemara says, no, it doesn't mean Potter Aval Asr. It means Potter Umutter. And usual that, the, that we use the term Potter to, to, to refer to Mutter, but nevertheless, that's the exception, as we'll soon see. And uh, in fact, it's, uh, there's a little bit of a proof that it's Potter Mutter because the Gemara says, what, the Mishnah says, what is this similar to? It's similar to somebody who will, locks the door to his house to guard it, and it turns out that, the, that there's, uh, there's a deer that's protected inside the house. That's not trapping, it's just staying in the same protected state, and therefore there's nothing wrong with it. So that's the idea, and uh, that was the first version of the, of, of the question that Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok asked the question, and the answer was given. Version B, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok was not asking a question, he was using the Mishnah as his support. He's saying, I have a proof to you from the Mishnah. And the Gemara says, but maybe Potter doesn't mean Potter Mutter, maybe it means Potter Avalosser. And on that, the Gemara, the Gemara says, no, look at this Sefer. Rav Nachman Yitzchak was the one who answered, but if you look at the Sefer, it's clear that it's Potter or Mutter because it says that it's similar to somebody who closes the door to his house to guard it, and it turns out that the deer that's in the house is protected, remains protected. That's not an act of trapping, that's not anything in your Potter or Mutter. It's completely permissible. On that, we Gemara brought down Shmuel for uh, three cases of Potter that is the exception. Normally, when you find Potter in the Torah, in the Mishnah, in the Gemara, it always means Potter Aval Asr. But in these three exceptions, it's Potter Mutter. And each one of, so first one is this one. And the way we know that it's Potter Mutter is because of the Seifa, because it says that it's similar to somebody closes, locks his door, which is obviously saying that it's Mutter. Number two is uh, the case of Mapis Morsa, where a person is popping a pimple, where there's pus in it, and he's just letting out the the lecha, if he's trying to make a, drain, a, a, a drainage that it should continually drain, so then that would be chayev. Uh, but if you if you just want to get it out, so then you're potter. Um, and now that potter means potter mutter, and the way we know that is because one of the things that are not muktzah is a machat shalyad, for because it's good for taking out the coat. If you need it for a purpose of taking out a thorn then it's legal carrying and it's not muktzah. And the question is, why is that legal even to do? Because taking out the coats is going to cause something to come out, whatever. The point being is, is that in rabbinic law, um, when it comes to tsar, they are suspend their, their restrictions. When it comes to pain. Next thing is the, the third case is uh, somebody who traps a snake 
on Shabbos, if it's the goal of the trapping of the snake is just to keep it from biting him, then it's potter. If it's for a fool, then you're chayef. And we explained that this case of potter means potter mutter. And the way we know that is because we talked about that you are allowed to cover with a platter over a scorpion, um, amongst other things, um, that it shouldn't bite you. So obviously in the process you're trapping it, but it's a, not your intent, of course. Um, and uh, it's not going to be, and even though it is going to be automatically that it's going to be trapped, but uh, we make an exception because of the danger, and therefore that's why that's not only potter, uh, it's potter umutar. Okay. Took us to the next mit, next parak, talking about the eight shratzim that are mentioned in the Torah when you trap these eight shratzim. So, um, or you wound these eight shratzim, you're going to be chayev. But other shkatsim ramasim, other types of uh, um, animals that, that are in the same category uh, that are not in the eight list of the eight, if you wound them, you'll be potter. And if you trap them, only if you trap them for a need will you be chayev. Otherwise, you'll be potter. And if you also, the Mishnah says that if you have a chayenov in your domain, a, a, a non-domesticated animal and a bird inside your property, so trapping them, you'll be potter. But if you uh, wound them, you'll be chayev. The point being is that they're already trapped. So there's no trapping after trapping. So the Gemara, is, uh, um, the Gemara wanted to understand when we said chobel ben chayev, so that implies that they have, that they're their high, their or is distinct and separate from themselves. Okay, that's the that's the simple understanding. Okay, and who is the, the question is um, who is the Tana who considers the hide on the Shmona Shratzim or that it's like a separate entity from the flesh? So Shmuel says it's Rabbi Yechemenuri because Rabbi Yechemenuri says that the eight Shratzim have oros. And Rabbi Rafuna says that actually you don't have to say that it's only Rabbi Yochimanuri. It could even be the Rabbanon who argue Rabbi Yochimanuri because they're only arguing in Indian Tumma because they have a pasuk, the pasuk, the darshan, the pasuk, it says, that they're referring to certain ones that their or is kibasar. They have a status of flesh. Uh, but that's a tumma related issue that their hide and flesh are so, so close to each other that they're considered as one and they're mitama as uh, the or, even though normal animals that are dead, we separate the hide from the flesh and the flesh of an avela is mitama, but the hide of, a, let's say, a cow is not mitama. Um, that's be- well, because it's considered a separate entity. But these are or kibasa. But that's only as far as tumah goes, but not as far as Shabbos goes. Okay? They agree to Rabbi Yochaminuri. So the Gemara was bothered, is that really true, that as far as Shabbos there's no machlokas? We brought down a b'risa that says that if you trap any of these eight shratzim that are mentioned in the Torah, and you are chovel in any of them, you're going to be chayev according to Rabbi Yochim Minuri on Shabbos. And the Chacham say, there's only art to the ones that are listed by the, by the rabbis. Now obviously that line of the Chacham is cl- not, clearly not the case because those are the ones that don't have art. Those are the ones that are art and basar because that's all that's listed in Chulin. So obviously, but they're talking about, so somehow they're talking in relation to Shabbos because that's what Rabbi Yerushalmi is talking about. So Abayi says, the way to make sense out of this is that it must be that you have to like sort of flip it. The or, there's only or that's separate from flesh that's not the same as flesh 
is the only ones that have not been listed by the Chachamim. So Rabbi didn't like Abayi's explanation because it says very clearly it's the Mashaman Chachamim. So Rava's version is that R is not Metama Kibasar, only to the one that's listed by the Chachamim. Then it's Metama the same as Basar. Doesn't that imply that Rabbi Yechimanuri says that they are also, even the ones that are not listed by the Chachamim are Metama? But Rabbi Yechimanuri says all Eitzvatim have Oros and are not Metama. So Ravad Barmasnas basically says that the only way to make sense out of this is to fix it up and say that the Chacham say far as Tumba, the or is only Lamashaman of Chachamim. But as far as Shabbos goes, there is no dispute. So therefore, we're just saying that um, basically, the, the, in the end, the Chacham do agree with Rabbi Yechimanuri as far as as far as Shabbos is concerned. Problem is, we found a Braisa that says that if somebody traps one of the eight Shratzim that are mentioned in the Torah, if you do Chavol on them, then um, if it's the Shratzim that have Oros, okay, then you'll be Chai. Okay, it sounds like not all of the Shratzim of the eight Shratzim have Oros. What is Chabura that's not Choseres? If the blood gets caught in, it's a black and blue mark even though it doesn't leave the body. And Rabbi Yechel Menuri says, no, all eight Shratzim have Oros. So obviously there is a, a, at least a ton out there that's saying that the Or of, of the Shemona Shratzim is not necessarily considered an Or as far as Shabbos is concerned. So Ravashi says, you're right, but that's not the Chachamim. That Tanakama is Rabbi Huda, because he has a different Shita. He's not basing it on the Pasuk of Tumah. He has a different Shita that's based on touch, how it feels. Um, is it a thick uh, layer of the skin or is it very thin and therefore basically the same as Basar and basically that's the, his own cheetah and the price that we brought down the Mishnah of Rabbi, Rabbi Yeshu Rabbi Yudha says that the halta and the Chod are the same because they do have skin but the other one's not anyway that's what it sounds like um, anyway so that's the story but the Rabbanan that argue on Rabbi Yochanan as far as Tumah goes are agreeing with him as far as Shabbos goes. So then why did we say these are the words of Rabbi Yochanan Menuri? He said these words are Rabbi Yochanan Menuri and his Chavayrim. And the answer is, you're right. They have to fix it in and put it in that it's Rabbi Yochanan Menuri and his Machlukoso, those that argue with him. Brought us to the next thing. Uh, Levi asked the question from Rabbi, how do you know that a Chabura that doesn't... That definition of Chabura is that, that it remains and it leaves a black and blue mark that stays for a while. And that's the puzzle. The puzzle says, Hayafo Chushi Oro. Can, a, uh, can an African get, you know, turn over his skin? It's stuck the color that it is. And Vinamer Chabar Barosov. Now, what does that mean, Vinamer Chabar Barosov? If it's referring to the design on a leopard, you know, the spots of a leopard, can they get rid of their spots? doesn't really fit to the text because it should have said it should have said number of its colors so what it must be that we're saying it's the same as a as an African that the ore of a kushi is not you know will stay that color so too chabura wounds remain uh, you know leave a leave a mark so that's the idea okay and there's a basis for it or at least a hint to it next we talked about all the other shkotsam ramasim we said that uh, chopping them is only going to be chayev if, they're, if, you, if, if it's the tzorach and not if it's shalol tzorach. Plying, though, that when you kill them, you'll be chayev for sure. So who's the Tana that says that you're chayev for killing even insects? 
So that's Rabbi Lezer, because Rabbi Lezer says that when you kill a louse on Shabbos, it's kahori gomel b'Shabbos. It's different than killing an, a large animal like a camel. So Rav Yosef says um, um, uh, that, the, that the Rabbanon, they don't even argue on Rabbi Lezer, except for Akina, because they hold that Akina is different in terms of its way it procreates. And that's why it's killing the kina is not chayev, according to them. But every other uh, insect that is procreating the normal way, um, they, um, they even agree with Reb Liezer. And it's based on a pasuk, the pasuk that just talks about the Tils Neshama, it comes from the, where, I mean, it's not a real pasuk, but the hint to the, where in the Mishkan did they do the Tils Neshama, that was by the Elim Ma'odamim, to get the, uh, by these rams, and they were shechted. And uh, basically, that's an etilis neshama. has to be matched, similar to the elim. What, so one idea is that elim have an etilis neshama. There's a life force that leaves them. And that's the same thing. So a, even a flouse has a life force. When you kill it, it's dead. Um, and the Rabbanon say, no, it has to be like an elim, that elim reproduce. They're parin veravin. So to only lice that are, uh, not lice because they're not part of Rava. Now Abayi says, really? Is that true that a lice does, is not part of Rava? I, the, we, we learned that uh, Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, it's Gemara Navar Zorah, that Kaddish Baruch Hu, you know, in the his daily schedule, he sits down at a certain point of, of the day and he feeds all the, all the creatures of the world, Mikani Raymond, the largest, at Beit Zekinim, till the eggs of the lice. So, uh, obviously, if they have eggs, isn't that implying that they're procreating the regular way? So the verse says, no, no, no. Beitzekinim is actually its own species of Beitzekinim. Um, and it's not connected to lice. I, it says Beitzekinim separately in a price. So the verse says, you're right. It's a min that's called Beitzekinim. Different species. There's Kinim, and then there's Beitzekinim. Okay. Protus said the next thing. What about a parosh? Parosh is a flea or some type of you know, biting animal, stinking animal, uh, bird, uh, insect rather. It's parvarava, and the Brisa says that when you trap one on Shabbos, Rabbi Lezer says chayv, and Rabbi Shul says butter. So Rabbi Ravashi says, you're getting confused. There's a big, but there's a big difference between tzad and killing. Seda is the machlokes because um, Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shua, one holds that, that, uh, that it has to be something that's bemino nitzot, and the other one says no. If it's ain bemino nitzot, right? That it's all all animals that you trap your chayv for. And the other one says it has to be bemino nitzot, and it's not. And um, but if you but when it comes to killing, even Rabbi Shul would agree that you're not allowed to kill even a flea, even a tiny a tiny insect. Okay. Next, we said that when you trap any of these shkats of a Muslim, you can be chayv if it's litzorov. And that's the Shita of Rabbi Shimon, who says, And therefore, it's Shlol Tzorach, your potter. Version, the next uh, state, there's another um, uh, quote of, that who's going like Rabbi Shimon is going on a different quote. Mapis Morse B'Shabbos, making that, that uh, you know, popping a pimple or, you know, which has pus in it, and um, you're squeezing it out on Shabbos. If it's Lasos Lapei Yerchai, but if it's but meaning to make a, a drainage, uh, uh, I don't know, what, it, what do you call those things? What? When you want to keep a, it open so it'll continually drain. Is there a name for that procedure? Yeah, well, it depends how big it is. I mean, there's some, you know, the big system is called marsupialization. You might make a pocket out of it, 
<laughs> You're making a pocket. Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Gotcha. All right. There's an official word. Anyway, all right. Be that as it may, it's lasso's la pet. You understand what it is. But there is a procedure like that to keep, the, to so keep it open. It's not bad if it's open, right? You want to keep it open so it'll continue to drain. You do it all the time, right. Anyway, so that's the, you put something to keep it open. Anyway, that's lasso's la pet and you're But if it's just to get rid of it, the lecha in itself, then you're potter. Who is the Tana would say? That, that's not, that's a rabbi. This is the name of It's from Shimon. Because you hold and others put it on the list, on the list that we had from before of the tzad nachash If the goal is not to get to get it not to bite you, then you're potter. Otherwise, if it's for a because you actually want the venom of the snake, so then you'll be chayiv. And who's the time for that? It's Rabbi Yudas and Rav. It's Rabbi Shimon, because he holds malachash and tzrich l'guf potter and that's the idea. Next, we talked about as an interesting. Um, out, like side halacha connected to this, which is Shmuel says that somebody who has this is talking about where you actually have the fish caught. It's in a net already, but it's in the water, and then you pull it out of the water into the dry land. Once it dries up with the size of a of a, of a coin of a sela, then you'll be chayiv. And that, that that's only when it dries up in the area of the gills, and it doesn't have to be fully dry. The Gemara says, but it has to be that it's like starting to form like a mucus and that's also dry enough that it's considered killing the animal basically um, or it's really ochre, what we call ochre dover migdul it took something out of its out of its place of habitat Mar Bar Hamduri said the name of Shmuel similar halacha if you, if you go into the womb of an animal and you basically move the, the fetus so it causes that fetus to die, that's also okir dover magdulin, you're chai for that. Um, and then we give another example that even if you're pulling off a mushroom from the side of the bucket, so that uh, where it's growing, that's okir dover magdulin. So Ravoshi says, how could that be? When you're tolish ma'atzis nakov, you're chai. If it's eno nakov, you're potter. So this is a eno nakov uh, thing. So why am I chai here? It's like, uh, you know, if I take a plant from there, I'm not going to be chai. I'm only, it's only Asamidir Abana, so the Gemara answers. That difference is, is that a plant in a flower pot without a hole is its non-natural habitat. But a mushroom grows there naturally, that is its habitat, so when you pull it off from there, you're taking it out of its makam gidulo, and it's okratom gidulo, and therefore it's chayef. So that's the difference, it's worse. And that is where we left off yesterday. We'll take it from the fourth line here, let me just...